In April 2007, a student at Virginia Technical Institute opened fire on his fellow students, killing over 30 people, making it the worst school shooting to date. Almost immediately, the mainstream media cited video games as a possible major contributor to the killer's psyche, even though it was quickly determined that the young man did not play games at all. Before the shooter and the Virginia Tech massacre was identified, blame was already being pointed in one direction, on video games. This is an extension of what this guy was into. This was all a game for this guy. It was a body count game. In response to this and other negative stereotypes about video games and game players, a group of gamers in New York City decided to launch a rally against violence. The focus of this event was to show the world who gamers really are and break down the negative stereotypes that are conjured up when most Americans hear the word video game. With that in mind, we set out to document the rally and give this group a voice. Gaming is my life now. Everything I do revolves around gaming. All my friends I've met because of gaming. Everybody I know has to do with gaming. And just about everything I do now is gaming related. Hold up a second. What's interesting is that the people you're about to meet, those who identify most with the term gamer and are most vocal about professing their love for that culture, really only make up 10% of the gamer populace. They play long hours, have gamed for years and years, and associate mostly with other gamers. They call themselves hardcore. Yeah, I'm very hardcore. Pretty I'm pretty hardcore. I'm very hardcore. A person's hardcore when they can play for like six hours and not get tired of the game. I've been playing Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and Smash about six, seven years and I'm not tired of it. I play Smash. Wow, I've been playing this game for about close to 10 years, going back to the N64 version. I can't get enough of it, and, and I'm going to keep playing probably until I die, so. I find that when you give up a game, like five years at a time, you're generally not as good as when you were back in the day. You know, because eventually, a lot of gamers grow out of gaming, and the ones who don't, are, they're the ones who are considered hardcore, because it's a part of their being, not just something they're trying to do, it's what they are, you know? You're not gonna do something unless you, you, ha you like it, you have a passion to do it. You know, just that a hardcore gamer, just come back to that, it just has more of a drive to further excel. Drive, passion, dedication, all of those things help distinguish the hardcore player from the average casual gamer. But the most important distinction is how they view the very media they play. So, some guys want to learn every single mechanical aspect of a game, that's fine. They just happen to be very, very into their games. But some people, you know, they just like to kick back and relax and play a game of life. You know, Milton Bradley game, Battleship. Um, you have people who study Battleship, you know, and they know the psychology of Battleship. You know, you sink every single one of their ships before they could touch one of your ships. Games like Smash Brothers, games like fighting games, a lot of one-on-one -on -one games, it really allows people to, just like chess, figure out the psychology of opponents. So in that regard, it's really entertaining for them. It's just a facet for them to um, develop their own sense of game theory and competition. You know, first-person shooters are the ones that are getting the most negative publicity, but it takes a lot of intelligence, skill, strategy, things like that. So it's really a thinking man's game. When we're, we're playing a game, it's like playing soccer or playing basketball. We're using our minds yeah. and not our hands and feet. 
I don't see myself hacking someone to death as I, I'm, I'm just competing. Yeah. When I play games, I'm competing. In that game, when I chainsaw someone, I outthought someone. To me, yeah. I was outthinking him. I was like, alright, I got him, I beat him. In no way do I see a chainsaw in me hacking someone, but someone who doesn't understand it mm -hmm. and don't understand what we're doing, we'll see that's the most bloody gory yeah. thing he's ever seen oh in his life. God. And like, we all doing? must be crazy. <laughs> You actually have a pretty solid um, gamer community. Everybody knows each other. Um, they don't just play video games together. They go hang out. They go to clubs. They, they might also be in a car club together. We always have a good time here. It's a great atmosphere. Everyone talks, laughs. We're here for probably like the larger portion of the day. It's become more of my like a social part of my life. They're in it, of course, to win, and they're in it to you know to improve their skill. But overall, the majority of real gamers, they're in it for the friends. They want to make friends. I come here like all the time now, just like playing with my friends, playing with people, coming, meeting new gamers, meeting new people. Just being a community, just be, it's, it's like family, you know. Well, all my friends within BA, like we're all like family, you know. They're very close to me, you know. Gaming is, is just is, is another way for people to just kind of grow together. People who share preferences for doing something, an activity. And whenever people get together and have fun together, in my mind, and you know, no one gets hurt, that's always a good thing. And you're gonna see people pour more and more energy into games that help foster community because people are realizing, game developers are realizing that really, you know, video games are a means to an end, and really the end is for people to meet people and have a good time. I think that anyone speaking out against violence is great. And I don't think that really applies to whether you're a gamer, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer. It doesn't, I don't think it really matters. I think this is something that like needs to happen. You know, and it's unfortunate that what happened in Virginia took this to kind of like propel people to do something like this. Even unfortunate as that was, we need to take this and just try to promote this in a positive light. We're not just gamers, we're categorized as gamers. We're more than, we're people, just like everyone else. We can be political. We care about what goes on around it. And, and basically, Saturday is just gonna be our first time to show it. We have, we have jobs and we go to school and, and uh, we, we pretty much do everything everybody else does, except you might be a plumber, you might be a carpenter, but I play games. One of the things I hope this rally can, will let them do is like, let them know that, look, us hardcore gamers or the gamer, the cultured gamers who have set the front and the foundation for this community and culture is willing to stand behind them and show them, look, there's nothing wrong with being a gamer. If you're a gamer, stand up and play with us. Play games with us, yes, let's, let's say that right. right? <laughs> I think that what's going to be said is gonna basically just reverberate throughout the entire world of gamers. What impact would the event have on the larger gamer culture? Will it have any effect on overall gamer perception? Or will the mainstream media simply ignore this critique? And what is a hardcore gamer's perspective on the relationship between video games and real life violence? All this and more when we continue.